What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Secrets Podcast. Hopefully, you guys are having a good holiday season. If you're listening to this pretty soon after it got released, it's around the holiday time. And a lot of times that can be a hard time for a lot of people. A lot of times people are around family that they're not always too fond of or your jiu-jitsu training gets interrupted or you're not training as much as you would like to be training. So it can be a little bit challenging sometimes if you're just ate up with jujitsu and you really want to get out on the mat, but you can't because the holidays are hindering you from doing that. So in today's uh, episode, what I wanted to talk about is a lot of times people will ask, well, if I can't get to the mat and I can't train, are, is there any, is there any value in getting some kind of like a training dummy or getting some kind of grappling accessory to help me while I'm not on the mat. And so um, recently I was actually just sent a, a new grappling dummy, which I'll tell you what it is. They asked me to do a product review of it and to break it down. But um, that kind of just led me to my thoughts of my general normal recommendations of what I give about grappling dummies, like about what they're for, who they're for, who do I think best benefits from them, what ideas can you do with them, right? And um, they've been around for a while. So I have different thoughts and evolutions of thoughts over over my time in jiu-jitsu. So um, I'll give you guys kind of an initial thought process about training dummies and maybe how to think about them and how to use them. And if they're even, even if they're worth buying, right? So First off, I just want to be super clear that jujitsu training dummies are never going to be as good as a real life individual, obviously. Now, if like AI starts to come out and they can start like actually moving and providing resistance, then we're, I think we're just all screwed and then we won't have any choice. We're going to have to be fighting robots one day, but you know, there's none out there like that. So you know, it, it, it's just usually a non-resistant based uh, object that you can kind of drill some techniques on or, you know, put yourself in different positions and try to go through the motions of a jiu-jitsu technique. So over the years, though, the, one of the biggest problems I have seen with training dummies is a lot of times in order for them to be able to do anything they have to be of a certain weight in my opinion if they're super light it's it's pretty hard to get anything valuable out of it because you just knock it over even when you're not trying to so they're they're really heavy so you start to see these ones that almost look like mummies is what i call it where their legs are just super stiff and they have arms that stick out and but they're really heavy and they're hard to move and if you get little lighter weight ones that are maybe a little bit more flexible and a little bit more bendy, then they kind of can just get knocked over and, or they're not very durable and you just kind of move around. So I've never really found a great training dummy. So because of that, um, I've never been a big fan of them because it, it really passed. I don't know, once you're like a white belt or maybe even a blue belt, like going through the motions does have benefit but it's not really doing anything for you. Now, if you're just using the training dummy for like cardio, like you can definitely do things like, oh, I'm gonna 
pretend to do guard passes and pop up to neon belly and just like mount and move around for like a cardio workout, that's absolutely great. But I think most people are asking like if it's going to make their technique better, if it's going to make their actual jujitsu better, um, is it going to make their, you know, knowledge of the, uh, of the move better? And most of the time it doesn't because it's very hard to put it into a realistic base position with most of the training dummies that I have seen and I've got to play with. Um, I've seen, like I said, I've seen some that are pretty bendy and being able to move and it's like they either break really easy or they're almost too light and they can't move around. And I had thought that, so I, I would only really recommend them in the beginning to, you know, newer students or like something like that. If you had a cardio workout, like, yeah, I mean, doing something is better than nothing, but you know, if it's going to cost you two or $300, which is kind of what most grappling dummies are a lot of times, especially if you want one that's weighted and you don't want to stuff it yourself, then it can, it can kind of get expensive. And so I don't know, honestly, at this point, I'd probably be like, man, maybe studying an instructional might actually be better spending your time doing that than buying that. So it's just, it's a risk to reward what are you interested in, you know, idea. But then I did this product review of a grappling dummy called the Smarty 2.0. So if you guys have never checked it out, make sure you go check it out. I'm going to be doing a full product review of it on my YouTube channel, like coming up, showing all the different things that it can do. And it is much different. It changes my opinion on grappling dummies and what I would recommend because it weighs, I have the stuffed one. I think it weighs around 50 pounds. So it's not obnoxiously heavy. It's not like 75, 80, a hundred pounds, but it's not super light to where you can accidentally knock it over. You can still knock it over kind of easily, but it's not like some of the other ones that only weigh like 15 to 20 pounds. And you can just like a, a stiff breeze can knock it over. Um, so it's built, it's also built like a actual human, which is kind of cool. Like it bends at the elbows, it bends at the shoulders, it bends at the knees. And what's awesome is you can set it up to do a lot of different positions. So like with the mummy guys, really the only thing you can do with it is it lay down on its back and its arms stick straight up in the air. Hopefully you guys can envision what I'm talking about when I say that. And you pretty much can do things like side control, top of mount, everything like that. But this guy, because it's like built like a human, it has like elbows and knees and ankles and it bends in a such a way that's pretty flexible. You can like position it to do like butterfly guard. You can position it to do um, even you take its back because it's got legs and hips and it's got, it's actually kind of cool. It's got like a butt. So it like the way that the legs move and the way it positions kind of, you can move it and position it like a human body. So if you jumped on its back, you could put your hooks in and it has its knees up. So it's kind of like you can simulate going through the motions. Now it's obviously still not as good as drilling with an actual human, but if you're going to go through the motions, it's always better to go through the motions as realistic as possible. And this one is by far the most realistic I have seen and that it feels. Um, you can even do things like, um, you know, uh, inverted rolls and like truck rolls and 
things like that. Like you can um, even have it be on top of you and you can position it to like the mount or to the side control and you can even kind of drill escapes. Now, sometimes that's a little bit harder because of like, it can still kind of be knocked down, but it's by far the most versatile and flexible one that I have seen. So when I was looking at it, I was kind of going through this checklist of like, okay, you know, what positions can it do? And it pretty much can do almost, you know, every position. It can do mount, it can do top and bottom, it can do back mount. Uh, I guess it can't do back mount with it on your back. It won't like hang on, but I guess you could maybe rig it to do that. Um, you could do side control, top and bottom. You could do guard passing. You could do a closed guard actually on it. Um, and so you could, you, it's a very, very versatile. The joints move in a way that feels like a human arm. So if you do like a Kimura or like a key lock, it feels like a little bit more realistic. Um, I even put a gi on it just to see how that would do. And it actually felt like I was choking a human. It even has like a head on it with like a V style chin. So you can like actually feel what it's like to shoot like a rear naked choke underneath of it, or even shooting for your collar chokes. You can have like a spot to aim. Um, so that's really, that's really neat. Um, and a lot of positions like that. And like I said, the arms move too. So you can put things like anaconda chokes, darts chokes, legs are pretty applicable. So you could do leg locks on it, um, to an extent. So it was, it's really neat. The one downfall that I think it has is for standing techniques, it, you can get a harness and you can hang it. Um, but because it obviously is not human, you can't stand it up. Even if you put it against the wall, it just kind of falls down. So it has a hard time standing, but if, but it comes, you can get a harness. I think it's like 40 bucks or something that you can strap on, but you have to find a, a place to kind of hang it. And that, that, that's always going to be a problem. Anytime that you're dealing with a product or something and you have to add more steps to it, it's just, it creates more layers of friction for people. So, um, you know, the harness, it's kind of cool, but it does make it dangle where you can do uh, takedowns. You could do um, like Iminari rolls. You can even do striking on it. So it just kind of gives you a little bit more realistic view of that, you know, shooting shots, whatever. But pretty much on the ground, that's what I was mainly trying to see is how many positions it could do, all the different types. It did it. It did them really well. Um, it felt like it was pretty durable. I mean, I've not played with it. I've not like beat it up for months and years yet. So, but it didn't tear right away. Um, it didn't feel like it was not durable. It felt like it was pretty good. Um, and then two, the weight of it, like I said earlier, is, is pretty good. It, it's enough to feel like you can't just knock it over. Like you still have to do your technique track. Like when I was doing guard sweeps or I was like lifting it up with my legs, I felt like I was really lifting up like a, a child, like a small human, which was uh, cool. Cause it's better than you know, 15 or 20 pounds. So back to my original recommendations, just about training dummies. I've never been like a big fan of them because I just didn't see that the reward of them were, was super great. They were super heavy and bulky. If you wanted to get anything out of it, they were hard to move. Um, you just couldn't really do anything with it. It didn't feel like you were training on anybody, but if training dummies keep coming out like this one, then I might change my tune. Now, with that being said, who do I recommend it for? If you're gonna do this specific one, I do recommend it for like a white belt or a blue belt. I mean, I actually kind of recommend it for all belts. It's just the expectation of it is like, if you're trying to drill like a bearing bolo on it and you're wanting it to be like resisting and, and to train like different uh, resistance failures and things, that's not what it's for. 
But if you're a person that's like newer and you're just needing like reps on focusing on certain aspects of the body and just going through it step by step, it's by far the best one because it simulates the human body, you know, the, the best way. So if you're trying to remember techniques, if you're just trying to, uh, kind of remember what you're supposed to be doing and drill your body into muscle memory to be able to do certain aspects of like underhooks, overhooks and go through the motions. It's definitely really, really good for that. So that's obviously going to benefit a lot more of a lower belt than an upper belt, but an upper belt can still benefit from it too. I mean, it's better than nothing at all. Now the cost of it, of this specific one, I know there's all different ranges. I mean, I've seen training dummies for like a hundred dollars, even cheaper to, you know, a thousand dollars, depending on you know, what they claim to do. I believe this one, they have two versions. They have it unweighted and then weighted. Um, the unweighted I think is around like $200 or $300. And then the weighted version is a little bit more expensive, but it's like stuffed and already ready to go for you. I think it's around five or 600. So it's definitely on the upper end side, but I think the value that comes from it is worth it. Um, and I know it's still maybe a little bit expensive, but I know the guy that makes it, um, he's a jujitsu guy. He's trying to help the community. So I'm always willing to throw a little bit more of my own cash toward people like that versus just some like big box, you know, like let's say the UFC made a training dummy and they didn't really like care how it was and it's just stuffed and it's just like whatever. Like I don't want to throw my money at them. I'd rather throw my money at a jujitsu guy. So yeah, is it a little expensive? Absolutely. But if you're a person that can't get to the mat as much and you're that like newer student, um, to me, it would be better to get that than to buy like 50,000 instructionals and just be watching them because at least you're physically moving with this thing and you're able to do that. So that's kind of how I look at it. If you're like a purple belt or brown belt and you get to train four or five days a week and whatever, then it's probably better for you to spend money on an instructional or to spend money in your education that way versus like buying a buying a training dummy so that's my honest opinion of it um you know they sent it to me so i was going to play with it and i got to move around but just overall like it, it's always about risk risk to not reward um i guess cost to reward is a better way of doing that so like i said for most people i would have ne i would never usually recommend training dummies but if they keep getting better like this, then I will start recommending them a lot more to students, um, especially if you're a newer student. I've also seen some training dummies like um, that they're trying to have like electronic sensors in them. So that way, whenever you like squeeze their neck, it like lights up to let you know like that the choke was good, I guess. So that stuff is really cool. So if they keep adding more features like that and technology gets better, I'll definitely keep encouraging them. But um, yeah, make sure you guys go check it out. Um, I think it's called the grappling smarty. You can check it out on like Instagram. Um, if I remember, I'll try to leave it in the show notes. That way you guys can check it out. Um, yeah, but let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Let me know if you have any other good training dummies. I'm, I get, this is probably one of the most questions I get asked by like new students in the beginning of their career. Like they'll come into class and they'll say, Hey, what do you think about this training dummy? Or I even get emails or YouTube comments, what my thoughts on training dummies. And so those are kind of my general thoughts. But if you guys want a more informed um, thought about this product, then make sure you check out my YouTube channel when the product review comes out. Probably be out next week if you're listening to this today, um, the day that this podcast gets released. But um, if you're going back and listening to this in the, uh, in the future, then make sure you go check that out. So anyway, until next time, I'll see you guys later and enjoy the holidays. See ya.